0: So on this first Sunday of Lent, we begin a series together that will lead us all the way up to Palm Sunday, Palm Passion Sunday. We are going to learn together God's lessons from the wilderness. What are the things that God teaches us when we move through the wildernesses of our lives? We begin this day by asking the question, what is the wilderness? We will glean lessons from Exodus chapter 13 beginning in the 17th verse. I invite you to turn to that scripture passage in your Bible or on your phone. Let's listen together for God's word to each of us and to the church. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was nearer. For God thought, If the people face war, they may change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people by the roundabout way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of the land of Egypt prepared for battle. And Moses took with him the bones of Joseph, who had required a solemn oath of the Israelites, saying, God will surely take notice of you, and then you must carry my bones with you from here. They set out from Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went in front of them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them along the way in in a pillar of fire by night to give them light so that they might travel by day and night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I listened to a rabbi speak several years ago about the book of Exodus. He said that Genesis is really the prelude, the story of God's people and God's relationship with them. Genesis just sets up the real story. The rabbi said that Exodus Exodus is indeed the heart of the story of God and God's people. Exodus teaches that the heart of the story, the story of God and God's people, is the movement of God's people from slavery to freedom, from bondage to liberation. Genesis sets the stage by explaining how the Israelites ended up in slavery. Exodus, that's the good stuff. So for us to answer the question of what is the wilderness, for us to understand wilderness, we must first locate ourselves in Egypt, which is where the author of Exodus 13 locates us and locates the Israelites as well. The Hebrew word for Egypt is Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim can be translated Egypt, it can also be translated the narrow place. So Egypt has a particular character for the Israelites. Egypt holds with it uh, many different qualities that it is important for us to reflect upon as we begin our Lenten journey together. Egypt, for God's people, is the place where they are enslaved. Egypt is the place where their identity is defined by what they do. Egypt is the place where their value is based on how much they produce. Egypt is the place where they are disconnected from their true identity as the people of God. So then for the Israelites, Egypt is most certainly a physical location, but it is not simply that. Egypt is much more than a physical location. It is a condition of the soul, of the heart. So if we were to locate Egypt today, it would have physical and spiritual dimensions. It would encompass physical and spiritual dimensions of life in all ways that keep God's people in bondage, that keep God's people separated from who they are, In some ways, in our world today, Egypt is easy to identify. There are systems of oppression in our world that hold God's people in bondage, what you might have heard referred to before as powers and principalities of our time. So then, Egypt is a society wrought with racism, sexism, homophobia. Egypt, then, is systems of mass incarceration and white supremacy. Egypt, then, is economic systems that enable a widening gap between rich and poor. Egypt is a place that perpetuates gender inequality and discrimination. Egypt, in some ways, is easy to identify in our world, But Egypt can also be deeply personal, things that hold each of us in bondage. Egypt can also be money and power that hold us in bondage. Egypt can be the myths that we perpetuate in our lives of having to hold all things together. Egypt might very well be expectations of perfection, that of a father or a mother, a spouse, a friend... Egypt might be addiction or Egypt might look like regular social norms. Egypt might be your political or social affiliations. Egypt might even be your certainties. Even our faith, when it is rigid, can be Egypt for us. It can be a place of bondage. And the church can experience that as well. So then in Exodus 13, when God puts God's people on the way from Egypt, to leave Egypt then for them is to leave the physical space, most certainly. But it is also to leave the spiritual and emotional places that hold them in bondage. To be a faithful follower of God then is to leave that place of Egypt, that place of bondage. To be the faithful people of God is also to enable others to do the same. So we've located Egypt. And it is only by locating Egypt this morning that we can understand what wilderness is. Wilderness is the space between bondage and liberation. It is the space between slavery and freedom. Wilderness is the liminal space of the work of God occupying a position on both sides of a threshold. So if we turn to the wisdom of the 13th chapter of Exodus and we move through it together, we see the characteristics of the people as they begin this journey. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was nearer. For God thought if the people face war, they may change their minds and return to Egypt. You know, it turns out in wilderness, God does not always send us on the most direct path. That was certainly the case for the Israelites. Scripture says that God worries that should the people of God meet resistance in war, they might turn around and go back to the place from which they have come. That's a temptation of the wilderness. When we meet resistance to move back to the safe and the secure, even if it is indeed bondage. What's interesting, if you take a look at a historical map of Egypt at this time, the people of God were going to make their way through a wilderness. There was the wilderness of Shur, the wilderness of Sin, the wilderness of Paran. There was also the wilderness of Etham. But scripture tells us that God led God's people by the roundabout way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. If you look at that map, you might also be able to figure out that if the people did indeed make their way, that roundabout way, towards the Red Sea, they would have passed ever so closely to a town there called Memphis, making their way down to the sea, roundabout as it was. Scripture says that when they left, Moses took with him the bones of Joseph, who had made them promise he would take, that they would take his bones with them. The people of God are carrying with them the bones of their great ancestor, still grieving him most assuredly. He is going with them on the journey. His words are still fresh in their minds. But they are setting out on something brand new. And as they move into the wilderness, Scripture says that they were prepared for battle. Sometimes, beloved, when we move into that liminal space, when we move into wilderness, when we move into the unknown, sometimes we move into that place prepared for all of the bad things that our imagination can create. So we move in with with armor. Perhaps our chest is tight, our breathing a little labored. We worry about what might lie ahead. It's the unknown that scares us in the wilderness. The scripture also says, that they do not go alone. That during the day there is a pillar of cloud that goes before them. And when the night falls, there's a pillar of fire. The lesson of Exodus is that God never leaves God's people. God leads them. The Israelites are... Inaugurating a brand new journey from the places that have held them in bondage physically, spiritually, even emotionally. They are moving towards a land of freedom, but it will be a long journey to get there. The path will not be direct, but roundabout. Isn't that so true as we move through wilderness together? But God will be there by day and by night, leading and guiding them. For the Israelites, the wilderness holds within it lessons, many of them. Lessons for the way that God is calling them to live and move through the world. So as we inaugurate this Lenten season together on this first Sunday of Lent, beloved, I want us to know That in the wildernesses that we walk through, communally and personally, God has lessons there as well. Lessons that can be drawn from the wilderness, that we might reflect on them, that they might grow us and encourage us on the journey. For the Israelites, the wilderness held many lessons, and so too it holds those lessons for us. So this day we begin the journey, moving from the places that would hold us in bondage to a place of freedom, authored and prepared by God. May it be so, as it was for the Israelites, may it be so for each of us and for Idlewild Church this day. Amen.